All right, BradCooney.com would like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist Avalanche the Architect. What is up? What's up, brother man? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, just living, just living. Enjoying yeah. the cold down here. <laughs> yeah, so you're in Canada, man. What's the temperature up there? Is it real cold? Right now it's minus 15.5. <laughs> That's insane. So that is that Celsius or Fahrenheit? Uh, Celsius. Okay, so here it's about 40 Fahrenheit, and it'll be about 60 tomorrow. Pretty warm, actually, compared to you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're going out to minus 28 tonight. Oh, it's insane. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I could live in that kind of cold weather, man. But uh, All right, so let's get into this. Um, before we talk about your singles and what you got going on musically, Tell my listeners a little bit about yourself, um, when you first got making music, and how it all started. Okay, um, so my, I guess my start, a lot of people always wonder how I got my name. So uh, my, I've been, uh, I started off, obviously I still do it, in martial arts, I did, uh, did Thai boxing, jiu-jitsu. So my coach, when I used to kickbox, he used to, he used to say, like, the way I used to fight was like an avalanche coming out, like the way I swarmed the opponent or whatever. Mm. So that's how it used to become the avalanche. And then, um, again, the community where I grew up used to be, it was kind of, it was only like really blacks with Hispanics. And, um, and all my friends were like, uh, all over, black, Hispanic, white, Chinese, whatever. Mm. So some of my boys always said, like, the way I build relationships is like an architect. So ah. that's where I got my name, my coach, and, and that. So that's how I killed what I wanted to architect. That's pretty interesting. And, now, did, you, did, you, did you fight professional or amateur? Um, amateur. Well, it wasn't really uh, professional when it comes to uh, Thai boxing and uh, MMA. I never fought in, like, the uh, UFC or anything like that. But I did fight on some pretty uh, major, like, uh, Chicago FC. Um, Eric Hall Lacrosse Arena. Nice. Uh, down here in Canada. That's um, what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so finish your thought about, like, how you first started making music. Okay, so, so yeah, so, um, in my school, I just, I started off as, like, a battle rapper. Um, because we used to just fool around in the cafeteria freestyling and stuff. <clears> so that's how the, the rapping started. And then, um, a lot of people I used to, I came up with and started getting into it more seriously. So, I have followed, and um, cause, to be honest, I think I was better than them. So if they're if they're making it, I figured I had to. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so yeah, that was that was basically it. So I came up uh, freestyling, just and then start to make more structured, uh, proper tracks in the studio, and then that, that my evolution. I like it, man. All right, so I got your file from the um, from Starlight and. There's two songs attached to the file that to the file that I listened to. Uh, one's called Crazy. The other one was called. Let me pull that real quick. I uh, got Juice in the Car. Um, yeah, so that's it. yeah, yeah. So the song that I didn't hear was My Waist Looks Like a Gun Shop. Is that the brand new song? Uh, no, oh no, my waist looks like a gun shop. Yeah, no, that's that's one of mine. That's a, another one that I'm promoting. But my my newest one is um, Juice in the Car. Okay, good. And um, yeah. that's good because those are the two songs that I listened to tonight. Um, okay, yeah. So the I, I gotta be honest with you, I like both songs. I like both songs, but I have one that I like better. 
Which one? I freaking love crazy. You know what? I swear to God, I thought you were going to say uh, Juice from the Car. Nope. <laughs> nope. I like crazy. I, I like that beat, and I just I just got that, that the tempo, and it got my blood pumping, man. I like that. I'll probably speed in a car if I, if I listen to that in my car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so yeah, what, I like Juice in the Car. I, I like Crazy, but Juice in the Car was my favorite. I like Juice in the Car, too. That's why I wanted to preface what I said before, because I really enjoyed both songs. Um... It's just like anything else, I mean, everybody's got their favorites. Uh, but both yeah. songs are really good. So let's talk about the, uh, let's break them both down. Tell me, I, ju I, I, I got Juice in the Car. What's the backstory there? Tell the listeners what that song's about. Um, well, I don't know if you, you know, you know a rapper called Chameleonaire? I've heard, yeah, I've heard. Yeah, so he had a song called Right and Dirty, so that's basically the same idea as, um, as a juice in the car, juice in the car obviously means uh, you're right and dirty. Yeah, yeah, heat on you and you whip. So and crazy, crazy is a club track. Um, my um, my producer or my producer he also raps too. He's got a little Haitian beats. He um he he he's, he's always telling me that I I need to do more club tracks and I don't do I don't do any of that stuff, but he does. So he said, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and jump on the, jump on it and do a hook and um, a, a verse, and then just throw whatever you want after." So I like that. So what about the beats? That, that do you make beats, or do you have a go-to guy for all your beats, or different people? I, yeah, I mean, I make beats, but I, I don't rap on my beats for that because I, I don't, I don't feel that comfortable with the beats that I make. But um, I know I have. I, I don't know. Sorry, Alright. No, don't worry, I'm, I'm waiting for someone. Yeah, yeah. Alright, yeah. Yeah, sorry, bud. No, you're good. You're good. Um, sorry, where, where was I? It's all good. We're talking about the beats. We're, talk, we're talking about the beats. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. So, yeah, um, no, I don't, I don't, like, I don't rap over my beats. I, I don't. I feel I feel like uh, more comfortable rapping on other people's beats because um, I don't know when you hear your own beat you might you might think your beat's better than it really is and I see a lot of people who do that they rap on their own beats mm. and then they, they think of the world and then really people tell them it's cack. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know? yeah. So you're saying that somebody's uh, ego can get in the way? Like so, pe some people get an ego and actually and actually can yeah. detract from the song. They don't even want to know it. They don't even want to hear it. Yeah, exactly. So you know what I I I, I believe in uh, being a jack of all trades. Uh, mm -hmm. I let the I let the people be who are the professional making beats, make my beats, and yeah. I do what I'm best at, which is rapping. You know, there's something to be said about that because I I interview a lot of artists of all genres, and in the hip hop genre, there's there's a growing number of people that want to do everything. They want to produce, write, you know, make beats and do it all. But there's something to be said about surrounding yourself with talent. I want the best, exactly. I, I, mm -hmm. I, it's like you see a soldier; they don't make their own weapons. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> they, get, they get they get the best weapons from wherever else. They get training hand to hand combat from a professional fighter. They learn how to yeah. shoot from a professional shooter. So that's what that's the way I am. I need a professional beat maker. I make, I write my own lyrics in my thoughts, so I do that myself. But yeah, man. So how are the songs doing? Are you getting any spins for these two new songs? Yeah, actually, uh, Juice in the Car, actually, that's getting the most spins out of uh, the two. Yeah. But yeah, I, I got um, I get pretty good of a 
radio spins right now. That's awesome. Have you thought about putting uh, submitting it to uh, World Star Hip Hop? Yeah, but you know what? With them, they want you to pay like free. Like, what ten thousand dollars? Oh my God! Really? Yeah, if you want to get your track, well, I'm in Canada, but I think it's 8,000 American, but it's like 10,000. I know some artists who actually pay them. I'm like, you know what? I'd rather just take that money and go and pay for like like online advertising, yeah. like uh, YouTube or Google Ads. Absolutely. Like I had no idea it was that expensive. Or like just one limited audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea it was that, that they charge that kind of money to do that. Yeah, if you go on their website, they have all the prices there. If you want to put it on their, just their website, it's like, like 1500 bucks. If you want to put it on their YouTube page, it's 10000 I'm like, That's insane. That. <laughs> you, you, just, you just made me completely change my, my, my opinion of them. I don't like that. That's, a, that's, that's kind of highway robbery. Honestly. That's what I like about this. Honestly, that's what I, um, one of the things I can't stand about this music industry right now. It's, it, back in the days, like, even radio plays, like, yeah, there was payola back in the days, but, but you could, r rappers were blowing up off of their skill. Now the most garbage rapper who, who has the biggest budget behind them can pay off every radio station yeah. to, to play their music, and they can pay off every single person. They, the people are, are going gold and platinum off of really buying it. They're, they're paying to go platinum yeah, gold rather than letting their people, like, organically listen to the music and get them there. What that does is it really waters down the genre because people aren't getting the best that way. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. That sucks, right. man. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, 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 that sucks. Now, what about, you got some videos for these songs? Um, no, actually, these are the two songs I don't have videos for. Uh, my waistband looks like a gun shop I have one for. Yeah. I have a lot of videos though, but these two, I, like, I, I've been putting so much time into like promotion, promoting the marketing lately. Yeah. That I haven't, I haven't got around to doing, doing the videos. And plus, with these, uh, like, I don't know how it is up there right now, but down here, everything's shut down again. Like, they have another lockdown. Yeah. So, some of the places we want to shoot, we can't, we can't shoot. And, yeah, I was going to talk about COVID because in my, in my state, it's, it's kind of, it's just starting to, it's, just starting to come down a little bit. Up in New York, where I was born, the cases are starting to lower, but there are parts of the country where cases are rising still, so it really depends on where in America you are. Um, but yeah, man, I was going to ask you how COVID's impacted your career. Yeah, it's, it's, it's limited, because uh, I was, like, I'm still, I, do, I was still doing shows until the lock, uh, this last lockdown, but um, yeah, that's really what it's impacted the most with doing live shows, because they closed all the clubs and restaurants and limited their capacity to like 25% and nonsense like that. So, Man. And you have to wear a mask. You have to have a plastic shield in front of the stage between you and the audience. Like a whole bunch of just foolish measures that don't really do anything. If they worked, they wouldn't be in another lockdown right now. But My, my problem with the whole COVID thing is the inconsistencies of, the, of these measures. That, 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 like, for example... I won't mention names, but there's there's one company that when the employees walk in, they have to sign like this paperwork that they haven't been exposed to anybody with um, COVID, you know. But but they're having everybody share the same pen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> dumb shit like that. Like, listen, when you say that, everything about it, like the masking, for example, the mask, I think that's probably spreading COVID the most because when you go to a place to eat, the people who are serving your food are keep on adjusting their mask, touching their mask. Yeah. Obviously, they're breathing into it. It's getting moist. So they're, they're sweating. Their they're spirit-riddled hands are touching. Whereas, like, I had to leave a lot of places because I see them touch the mask and then touch the food. I'm like, listen, you're, you're, you're breathing into your mask. You're touching it. The mask is a filter out the bacteria. It's just stopping your spit from flying. So you're touching your spit, basically, and then touching food. I said, if you didn't have that mask on, you wouldn't. Your hand wouldn't be anywhere near your face. Yeah. It's true, man. What well, other examples? Like, like they're they're going crazy on, you know, airplanes and and airports. So yeah, we got the double masks and math. But the southern border of America, they're, like, they're just letting people just flow in without nobody's getting tested. It's like people coming across the border. No one's no one's vaccinated, and there's like nobody's even paying attention to that. Uh, yeah, you know, it's like you know, it's unbelievable the hypocrisy. Oh, you know, even with, like right now, if you wanna, even uh, the other thing that affects my shows is they have a passport system now, so you have to have a vaccine passport. So if you uh, go into a restaurant, you go into any place, you can't even go to the gym without a like a, a, a passport saying you've been vaccinated. And Jeez. you know, even doing this to the entertainers now, saying you can't perform if you. So I'm like. If the vaccine passport, they want you to get a vaccine passport. They want you to get vaccinated. They want you to wear a mask. Like, all the stuff they're doing, and it's not stopping it. And these idiots keep persisting with it. And then when you say you don't want to get vaccinated, oh, you're an anti-vaxxer. Oh, they come up with every day for you. This is just, just another way of of dividing. And you know what I'll say, just going off on a little tangent here. Yeah, you know, sorry. Tuskegee Airmen, right? Yeah, was the Tuskegee Airmen? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay, so obviously people in the black community are always going to be more hesitant to trust in the government when they want to start injecting with shit. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? I feel this almost like a deep down, like, uh, almost like a ring. Uh, because you know what? I should get targeted the most? Visible minorities. They yeah. get affected the most by this. Yep. 100%. Like, I, I didn't get out. I haven't got vaccinated. I'm not getting vaccinated because straight up, I, 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 try, I, I try to live a cleansy and healthy lifestyle. And I say, you know what? At the end of the day, you can't duck fate. Like, what? if something's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah, man. I agree. I agree. Um, but what's also crazy, and then we'll jump on some other things here in a second, but it's like here in America, they, 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 certain restaurants are like, we're having all these requirements about masks coming in, but then you got to take your mask off to eat, right? So I don't understand. It's like, you got to get a mask. You got to you have to wear a mask to come in, but when it's time to eat, time to eat you can take your mask off. Exactly. So the virus doesn't spread when you're eating? Is that what they're trying to say? I mean, yeah, I just... Even with the third use, I'm like, what, COVID doesn't spread during the nighttime? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then they're okay with 65,000 people at the Kansas City Chiefs football game, though, with no masks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, so yeah, we can go on here and probably do like 55 different examples of the hypocrisy. Um, so I'm on the same page with you on that. So let's get back on to you, though. Um, so let me see where my notes here. Uh, you know what I was reading when I was reading up on you. I liked I like what, what what I read where how you use wordplay in your songs, and then I listened to a few. So go, get into that a little bit more. How you like to use wordplay? Yeah, um, I just, I think that's the most like what, what you say has to be catchy. Like like I have to grab the attention. I, I can't listen to music just. I want to listen to melodies, I listen to like R&B and pop music, but when I'm listening to rap, I want something that 
that catches my attention. And not just stuff like rhyming hat with cat. Like, um, right. like I have a line, for example, where I say, around the dying, you feel like you're dead. I feel like I'm living. You feel like you're dead. You, you feed on the, li um, I, I feed on the living. You feed on the dead. And, and, and the, the play of words is like, 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 you know, like, a, like a, animals in the wild, they eat, they eat like living, uh, other animals while living. You eat, uh, the feet on the dead, like when you eat like meat, obviously we cook our meat, which is yeah. obviously dead. And then uh, around the, around the dying, you feel like, I feel like I'm living. And around the, uh, uh, uh you feel like you're dead. <laughs> I think around the dying, I feel like I'm living. You feel like you're dead. I feed on the living. You feed on the dead. Yeah. Anyways, you get it. You understand? I do get it. it. I, I like. I like it because it's like you have a word that can be taken two different ways. You know like double entendre. Yeah, I like that. I like that, man. Yeah, I like that. Um, all right. Gigi used to do that a lot too. Like he would, um, like, um, like for example, if you're a lion god, um, I'm in the, I'm, I'm the king of the jungle. I'm the lion god. I'll leave you on the street, lion god. Like you know, like like Joe like, used to do that a lot. And I was like, that's what. But people didn't really catch on to it when I when he did yeah. that type of stuff. So. There's a freestyle rapper. He's actually a white guy. I follow him on YouTube and on uh, Instagram and TikTok. He's called Harry Mack. I'm not sure if you heard of him or not. Okay. Huh? No. Check him out. Look him up. Look him up when you have a second. His name's Harry Mack. He's really a brilliant freestyler. But he does that too. He'll use like, you know, he he gets people to throw in random words. But then he's really good at like at like rhyming, but also having a word that means two or three things. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's pretty clever how he does that. So I think what we call that like a simile, right? A simile is a word that sounds that uh, sounds the same but means different. Right. Words. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. You know that's that's all that type of stuff I look for when I when I when I look for my favorite rappers. Yeah. So. Speaking of that, it's a good segue. Who are some of your favorites? Who, who are some some of your musical influences? Um. Redman, uh, cannabis. Cannab actually, cannabis number one. But um, cannabis, Redman, Big Pun, Vinny Paz, uh, Joshua, Immortal Technique, um, Papoos. Yeah. Um, yeah. People like them. You know what? Uh, people, not a lot of people know this guy, but this guy, one guy, Akinale, he was pretty. He was. He, he had. A, he had the funniest. Matter like uh, he was good. He was dope back in the days. He never had, he had like one uh, big hit like put in your mouth, but yeah, that was one of my, one of the other, like back in the days. That's what's up, man. If you could collab, if you could collab or go on tour with any any artist you wanted to, who, who would you say it would be? Oh, cannabis. Really? Yeah, yeah. Go back to him. That's what's up. Yeah, man. cannabis, cannabis or big pun. Like those two guys are probably the absolute only two. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, a couple more things I'll let you go. So tell me what some of your goals are for 2022 since we just started this year. Um, get back touring again. Yeah. <laughs> the main thing. Yeah, yeah. once um, I've spent more time, like, uh, interacting with doing live shows and stuff. That's what's up. Some of the fans, most of my fans they get are when I actually go live and they meet you to see you're a real person. Yeah. Hopefully, man, we can yeah. get everything back to normal. I just want the fucking place to go back to normal again. I'm so sick of this, yeah. this COVID. Um, it's such a weird thing. I never in my life ever thought we would go through something like this with this virus. It's like, Jesus. I, it's the only scene in the movies. 
Seriously, it's not like this only happens once every couple hundred years. We had like the blue bubonic plague, and we had a yellow fever back in like the 1800s. Um, yeah. And then it got politicized, and now it's just a fucking shit show. So. Yeah. All right, man. I think that's all I got. Is there anything that I. Uh, obviously, I'll let you tell everybody where they can follow you and all that stuff, but as far as stuff to promote, did I, did I miss anything? Anything you want to talk about before we wrap it up? No, just uh, mainly just tell people. Oh, I have. I actually have a song uh, that that uh, that is about this pandemic. Uh, partially, it's called "Fuck Social Distancing," uh-huh. and that's that. But this it's like um, hey, if you get a chance after you can check it out too. It's not like my normal stuff. I have uh, I have this female uh, singer on this, or Amy the Snow Bunny. Uh, huh. She's doing the singing, amazing singer. When you hear it, it's probably going to be one of the best uh, singers you've ever. Oh wow! But um. Yeah, it's called Fuck Social Distance. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, yeah, so that, that track is actually, you know, it's funny, I, it is getting a lot of play on the radio, but a lot of radio stations when I, uh, when we had it sent out said, no, no, we're not playing this because this is gonna give, this is giving misinformation to people before they even heard the song. Wow. And, and I literally heard that response back from, uh, like, a, a couple radio stations. But, wow. And, 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 whatever. But, did you hear what Spotify did with uh, Joe Rogan and Neil Young? Yeah, that, that Neil Young guy. You know, I, I, I heard of him and I didn't really have any feelings, but now I would never let <laughs> boycott him to the ignorant ass. I'm glad they kept they kept um, Joe Rogan and kicked that Neil Young guy off. I just don't, I'm just sick of cancel life. culture, man. I'm sick of cancel culture. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that Spotify stayed with their guy also, honestly. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, you know what? Like, ever, like, like it's, it's these really old people, honestly. Like, the younger people have a more open mind, but you get these old people from, like, they're, they're more used to listening to the government and, and, and being controlled and, and believing what they're told is always the truth. And they never want to question anything. Yeah. And that's why you see guys like Neil Young, you know, and it's, like the, it's always the same common, uh, the, the usual suspects. It's always just people like him. Who come out there? Wear a mask. Just, just do it. Let's hamper, hunker down, and it'll be over with. Yeah. Two years, two years of this, and it's not going anywhere. Yeah. And idiots like this guy, like you know what? I I don't know him, and I hate him just because of hearing, hearing <laughs> his, his views. He was popular back in like the nineteen seventies. I'm in my fifties. He's like he's close to eighty now. He's like he's definitely in his seventies, yeah, way up yeah. in his seventies. Yeah. yeah. I think he miscalculated. You know, the story behind him is that he had polio as a kid, and and because of that, and they didn't have vaccinate or uh, vaccines back to, uh, accessible for him, so that's why he has a stance now on it. I'm like, good for him if, if that's how he feels. Kind of like, uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot of stuff that he could have he could have spoken out about. He could have spoken out against racism, a lot of stuff, but he only chooses to speak out about this. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't consider what he did courageous. I don't consider it noble. Nothing. I just consider it another old coward <laughs> or one of the old guard as we call him, just trying to throw their weight around. Yeah, he definitely miscalculated on that one. I think. I think. I mean, I guess. I mean, I hope he didn't really think that, that he was going to be like win that. Because I mean, Joe Rogan got paid three hundred million dollars for his show on Spotify. They ain't letting him go. I mean, that's that's a lost cause for Neil Young. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he gets like a, a, eleven million, eleven million listeners every podcast. That yeah. Guy, like, I 
don't know how many followers he has, but if he has 100 million uh, listeners every podcast, Neil Young only has six, well, not only, it's a lot. He has six million followers. <laughs> but six million followers ain't going to be the same as 11 million people. Nah. And that, remember, that's people. We're not talking about how many times they listen yeah. to the podcast. They may listen to it twice. <laughs> but 11 million people. Yeah, Joe Rogan's got it. Go ahead, bud. Go ahead. Yeah, to Joe Rogan, yeah. Yeah, Joe Rogan has a massive, massive following. Way bigger than Neil Young at this point. Like, way bigger. Way bigger. So Spotify let him go. So. Alright, dude. Most of the people who listen to Neil Young are dead. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a fact. Most of the people who are listening to him are gone now. Like, there's more young people than there are old. So it's like. Yep. Yeah, that was, a, that was a miscalculation on his part. All right, um, I think that's all I had, man, but I definitely want to let you um, tell everybody out there before we wrap this up, we're, we're 20 minutes into it. Um, where can everybody follow you, and where can they get your music? Yeah, so you can, uh, you can check me out on my website, um, avalanchearchitect.com. Um, you can go on my Instagram, uh, avalanche underscore the underscore architect. On uh, Twitter, uh, at Avalanche underscore rap. And, um, my, uh, Facebook fan page is Avalanche Architects. I go on my YouTube, just type in Avalanche Architect, my page comes up. And, um, yeah, just follow Spotify. I'm on every streaming service. I won't, I won't be giving them ultimatums. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna stay on, uh, so, That's yeah. what's up. Hey, I had a lot of fun talking to you, bro. Uh, whenever you got some new stuff, just, just let us know. We'll get you back on. Okay, thanks a lot, brother, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. Be safe and uh, good luck. All right. Take care. Take care.